Hello and welcome to Diverse Web3 Builders. I am Brian Zwerner, the president of We Studio and your host today. And today we're having a fun episode. This is our first double founder episode on Diverse Web3 Builders. I'm joined today by Vandal Callender and Chris Powell. Thank you guys for joining me. It looks like you're live at the Atlanta Blockchain Center. Yep, that's correct. Yep. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> Oh man, fantastic. This is our first uh, Atlanta Blockchain Center interview as well. So I'm excited for that. We uh, we use that as the home for Wii Studio. So, hey, look, this is a double trouble one. We're going to go, uh, we'll cover your background separately and then we'll bring together what you guys are building at Project Pi. Vandell, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about you know your background and what you did before getting this thing kicked off. Yeah, sure. So again, my name is Vando Calendar. You guys can just call me Van for short. Um, my background is uh, computer science. I had a bachelor's degree at Georgia State University. Um, you know, going through that program, I didn't know what I wanted to do. You know, there's so many roles, software engineer, data engineer, etc. Um, I actually got into uh, blockchain uh, 2017. Um, I was actually heard about it at school or just kind of found it on your own? Finding about it by my own. I was a big gamer. Um, and in this game, they said, hey, you can purchase Bitcoin to purchase assets in the game. I'm like, cool. Didn't know what it was. Got a Coinbase account, bought the Bitcoin, bought it. And then I kind of just forgot about it for like a year, year and a half. Fast forward 2019, I somehow found out again about blockchain and crypto. Checked my Coinbase wallet. It was March of 2017 when I bought it. It was like 1,073. When I checked it again, it was at 23K. Once that happened, I was like, okay, I have to. <laughs> you were converted out. for life. You were a fan for good. I was converted for life. Bitcoin <laughs> is my first crypto. I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist, but I am a blockchain maximalist. I believe in multi chain world. Um, and then, you know, fast forward, you know, I, I, you know, going through my computer science, trying to find out, you know, how can I work in Web3 and uh, blockchain. Um, and then as I was doing that, I was actually an intern at MailChimp. Um, and I noticed that their stack that they're using was similar to what I was actually learning at my uh, job as a uh, kind of like a backend engineer. So I got into data engineer um, and they use technology that chain like Chainlink used. So um, to make a long story short, I was working here remote out of the Atlanta Blockchain Center and I met Chris at one of the off the chain Thursday events. And I was like, hey, you should come to the center. I did, he saw my terminal what I was doing, asking I was building nodes. I was like, yeah, but it's not web three, it's web two nodes and the rest was history. Fantastic. All right, Chris, let's hear your background. How'd you get started in uh, in programming and and get your first exposure to the blockchain or crypto? Yeah, so my name is Christopher Powell. Um, I am a physicist. I actually, funny enough, before physics, uh, that's my background. I started with uh, meteorology. Uh, I love the weather. And so I always wanted to be a weatherman, but then I uh, pivoted to physics. And then from there, um, I ended up studying blockchain, or rather, I knew about blockchain the end of 2017. Um, I was tutoring um, algebra for um, a student, and I was at Starbucks. Some guy was actually sitting in front of me with a very large desktop. It was really <laughs> absurdly large for where it was at. Um, after I got done tutoring, I went up to him and asked him, hey, what are you doing? He was like, I am studying stocks and I'm trading crypto. And I said, crypto, what is that? And he was like, um, you know, it's digital currency like Bitcoin, Ethereum, and you should look into an asset called XRP. So 
I went home, did some research, and from there got a little XRP at around 67 cents. About three weeks later, it jumped up to almost four cents. I mean, four dollars. So, wow, uh, I was hooked. Uh, from That's there. the best coffee anybody's ever had. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was hooked. I was like, okay, I need to figure out what this is, and I need to um, be a part of this. So I used to just do hours of research while I was in school. Um, funny enough, while I was studying uh, for physics, not many people uh, actually knew about blockchain. Like I would ask so many people if they heard of blockchain or cryptocurrencies and maybe one or two people would tell me Bitcoin, but that's it. Uh, so I, what I was learning, even back in 2018, 2019, I was, I feel like I was really far ahead. But after around 2019, 2020, I got into blockchain-based nodes uh, or computers, and I started studying them, and I noticed that a lot of them cost so much money. And, but that didn't stop me. You know, that, that didn't deter me. I wanted to learn more about them because there were some that were much cheaper. So I just uh, first started by just creating my own, and then I... Um, started looking into other companies that had their own blockchain nodes and just started looking at their documentation and noticing that their documentation was not easy to read. It was very hard to understand, um, even for someone uh, as technical as myself. And so I took it upon myself to write documentation and, and make it easier for everyone to understand for uh, a few companies, uh, PreSearch was one of them. They're a decentralized cloud search uh, cloud search engine. Um, and then there's a few other ones. And then eventually it got to the point where I actually started going from writing uh, documentation to making uh, YouTube videos. And so I made YouTube videos for um, different node projects. One of the projects that I actually made a six-part series four was uh, an Oracle called Go, uh, Go Plugin. Um, they had Oracle-based nodes, very similar to Chainlink. They're just on a different blockchain. Um, when they first started, it was very difficult to create their Oracle, uh, well, rather their Oracle nodes. So I took it upon myself to make the videos. And long story short, they actually um, put me on their team. So I actually am their uh, community manager or one of the community managers for that uh, company. But as you know, I uh, transitioned to learn more about nodes. Um, you know, I went up to the Atlanta Blockchain Center, met Vandell, looked at the what he was doing, and I just I it everything that I was looking at, I was like, wow, you know, this this looked very similar. Like this looked like everything I've been doing up to this point. And so so we which one it. of you guys had the idea for what became Project Pi? I think collectively we both did because okay. I, I asked him uh, probably after an hour of talking to him about what he knows. I was like, well, let's let's make a company together. Um, and so we he both he agreed and we just got to business. I drew out the, uh, the first logo and drew out some of the game plan. And, uh, you know, we just started going from there. Did either of you have any experience in entrepreneurship, starting a small business, running a lemonade stand? Was that something that was in either of your backgrounds or? Yeah, I think we both had, you know, I've, I've, 
I think I was a born entrepreneur since I was 14. I was doing entrepreneurship stuff. I've had multiple, I don't want to say startups, but business side, side hustles, side businesses, sure. you know, and you know, it got to the point where everything's going to be blockchain related. Um, cause I was super passionate about it. Um, you know, kind of like the side note, you know, I ended up becoming like the president of my blockchain club at the university. Cause I, that's just what I knew what I wanted to do, whether I was going to be an entrepreneur or work a nine to five, I just wanted to work with the technology. I didn't care exactly what I was doing. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I'm a born entrepreneur. I knew nine to five wasn't for me, but I didn't really know cause I didn't have like a corporate job. So I did it. It's like, yeah, it's not for me. So here we are. Mm, yeah. I was like, for myself, uh, you know, I had one previous startup, um, you know, but that actually didn't go through uh, the way I wanted it to. But, um, you know, I'm I would say with this one, I'm learning more entrepreneurship. Um, I'm still more of a developer at heart, uh, but it is very important to also learn more about uh, business structures. And I'm I'm getting the hang of it. I'm learning. I love that. Well, you know, with Beyond the Game Network, uh, my venture group, we work with a lot of athletes. We talk about the life lessons in sports that translate over to the difficulties of entrepreneurship, uh, you know, and uh, how it takes hard work and sticking with something for a long time and fighting off naysayers. Any experiences that you guys have had to, the, the, the ability to draw on from, you know, prior projects, work experience or jobs or things you were doing that, you look back on it, you say, oh man, this was good preparation to be a startup founder. This gave me some life skills I needed. Yeah, uh, for me, um, I, you know, it, I think a lot of people confuse schooling with education. Um, it took me a while to graduate with my computer science degree because I was always part-time and working. And because of that, I gained a lot of soft skills through a lot of different things that I did, whether it was construction, you know, managerial stuff, man management, you know, having a small team. I think, you know, once my peers graduated during the time I was still working, I had so many soft skills. So when I did go out to the workforce, I was already ahead of the game because, you know, work experience, trumps education. So I feel like not just for me, but for both of us, everything we've done up until this point was almost like a perfect synergy for like what we wanted to do with Project Pi. Yeah, I totally get that, man. I sold retail in a department store and summers in college on commission. When you're on commission, you learn a lot of sales skills real quick. Our last mm -hmm. guest uh, whose episode's coming out right before yours did uh, Cutco, the state yeah. knives door to door to friends and I family. Did. I so, did too. <laughs> you did it as well, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think Cutco is great training for this. You know, you, you get rejected so many times, it just becomes yeah. not a thing anymore. Yeah. I did, Every, I did. uh, Every startup founder has to be prepared to hear no, and Cutco certainly prepares you for that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I did it. Um, funny enough, I think I only did it for about a month, though. But I did sell almost a thousand dollars worth of knives in a month. Like that was interesting. So fantastic. Uh, yeah, I heard a lot of news. <laughs> All right, so you guys meet up at the Atlanta Blockchain Center, Chris. You're doing a bunch of work already around, you know, the detailed side of blockchain nodes. What? What, what was the spark? What was the, walk us through the idea for Project Pi and what you guys are trying to accomplish. Yeah, so the spark originally was, we, um, we, we kind of just going back into what I had spoke of earlier, just like documentation being very uh, difficult to read. We figured, well, not only documentation is hard to read, but actually implementing blockchain-based nodes um, and setting them up can be very difficult. So our first uh, go at Project Pi or, you know, what we're doing was actually setting things up for um, 
consumers themselves, you know, let us do the grunt work and, you know, we'll just ship out the hardware and you'll be good to go. You have the one click executable on the actual uh, physical device. And at the time we were using uh, Raspberry Pis, which is how we got the moniker for Project These little Pi. colorful little squares about yay big that, uh, that people can hook up, connect to the internet and be running blockchain transactions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Effectively. So <laughs> We, we have I see them at the Atlanta Blockchain Center every time I come. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's from us. <laughs> but we, um, you know, we started there and then, um, you know, we actually pivoted a bit because we realized that, you know, selling one device is just, that's just one device. But they're going to be individuals that they want to actually use blockchain nodes for uh, creating their own uh, decentralized applications of some sort. Um, or using NFTs or even using a MetaMask wallet, you know, they can use a, as an alternative for, um, you know, using, for example, Infura is the uh, default. They could use um, any RPC-based nodes, including ours. So we went, we went to go that route. So we actually came up with a game plan to create what we call Project Hub. Uh, Project Hub is connected to Project Pi. It is connected to our name. But what it is, is a it is a platform where developers and tinkerers or just everyone, everyday people, they want to come and essentially, like when we had our talk, we are renting the node to that individual. So instead of them having to set up the nodes and all the you know extra work of setting up all the computational power for their application, they come to us, we set it up. And then they are able to connect to that node so that they can get their application running. So your your customers today are blockchain developers. Is that right? Mm, I would say I, I would think mostly so, are blockchain mostly. developers or people who just want to be into the space. You know, with our physical devices, um, how we had it before. You know, we had all the software in there, but with our hub, you're just going to just purchase a device. You know, like as if you're going to get like a Mac Mini or iPhone. You know, install it, go to the hub and register and get getting any software that you need to get you up and running. And you guys just started this business earlier this year in 2023, right? You guys got this thing spun up and live in a few months. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. February was uh, inception and we are six months in. Six months and six days. All <laughs> right. And what's the, what's the biggest accomplishment to date for the business? What's the thing you guys are most proud of so far? I'll let him say his first. I think because <laughs> it's it's been a lot. I'm gonna be honest yeah, with you. I'm sure. I'm sure. So I think for in my opinion, I think one of the biggest accomplishments for Project Pi thus far is getting recognition from Colin Pape um, and actually selling a device to him. Um, he's the CEO of PreSearch, and um, I mentioned before, it's the decentralized cloud search engine, just like. Um, Google and Yahoo and Bing, just on a decentralized platform, having him being able to see what we've done and then lead up to not only him, he makes um, weekly videos every Friday, just giving announcements and updates to his company. He put us on his announcements um, two weeks in a row. And then he not only did that, he added us to uh, the um distributor list. Um, so we're official distributors of global distributors of pre-search nodes. So I think, you know, and that was within like four months, I think, uh, of 
you know, everything that we've done thus far. So I think that's, in my opinion, the the <laughs> most uh, highest achievement we've done thus far. What about you? I think for me, I'll, I'll spin it differently. I think the most achievement for us, honestly, is just starting, right? You know, with so many builders and people wanting to have dreams and aspirations here in Atlanta and Atlanta Blockchain Center, it's just you just got to start. You know, we talked about it. A lot of people just, you know, do notes, do research. We just started right away. And I think really we just haven't given up with, you know, the successes that we had and like the low times. But just starting because like we've talked to people like, oh, man, I have this idea. I was like, well, why don't you just start it? You don't really need money. Just start it, you know, get support and just go from there. Well, I think that's the amazing thing of having two technical co-founders like yourself. I, I, every time I come to the blockchain center, I see you guys and you're jamming, man. You're building, you're making things, always uh, have stuff to show. And, uh, and that's really the strength of, you know, your team and your technical abilities that you guys can, like you said, you can come up with an idea and just make it happen. You don't have to sit around and wait. You're not looking for developers. You guys are doing the work, which puts you in such a great position. What's the what's the grand vision? What do you think Project Pi as a company can be if you look out five years? If this thing is as successful as you hope, what what will your company's position in the market be? What will it look like? Yeah, it's it's funny you say that because you know from February to now, as we've been building, there's so many ways we can pivot this. But you know the grand vision, you know, I could you know having a physical device in every household or every university, as well as you know having our software embedded into maybe electric cars to where you know, when we were testing out uh, someone's Tesla to see if it worked, you know, with gig economy, you know, FedEx, whatever, having our note in there where they're actually making income on top of what their job. But and, you know, also being like, you know, the the Uber of nodes or the Shopify of nodes, because with our with our project hub, it has a beautiful back end to where a lot of people use Shopify for their back end. And with our hub, you know, we looked at our competitors, see what they're doing, getting feedback, seeing seeing what people did and didn't like. And being such an early startup and being so lean, we can just pivot like that. But, you know, these, you know, more mature companies, they can't do it as quickly due to, you know, you know, the nature of it, you know, VCs and all that kind of stuff. So. And like, give me a sense of scale here. I mean, how many across all the different blockchains that are out there, how many nodes are running like right now in the world? Are we talking thousands, millions, tens um, of millions? We, there's millions of nodes around the world, but each blockchain only has a certain amount. So to give you some statistics, you know, Ethereum has close to almost 600,000 nodes, while Polygon only has about 300. So it just really all depends, but collectively millions, but, um, you know, some chains who are really trying to do amazing work and actually provide utility, they don't have the infrastructure that's needed to power once main adoption comes. And as new nodes, as new blockchains come online, they need to spin up new nodes. And obviously, as the load is going higher and higher, there must be some pretty hefty growth rates to the number of nodes that are out there to be managed and work with a project like yours, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, I wanted to make sure our listeners and uh, had a good sense of what the scale of the opportunity was here. It's not just a node sitting at the Atlanta Blockchain Center. It's millions of these things out in the world running calculations on blockchains 24-7, right? Yep. So. Awesome. All right. Well, we always like to, you know, wrap our audiences, a lot of venture capital investors, a lot of builders in the startup space, people that support the tech ecosystem here in Atlanta and beyond. How can this big audience, this crew, what can they do to help Project Pi help you achieve your dreams? Yeah, I mean, I'll just say this, you know, just follow our journey. You know, we're, we're really going places, you know, follow our social media platforms, um, you know, but it's getting to the point where once our hub 
is, I want to say, I mean, it's never going to be complete, but at a point to where it's just adding features, we're going to need more infrastructure and more infrastructure needs funding. So anyone who, you know, loves what we're doing, want to support us, you know, we're, we're ready to rock and roll. We got our pitch, pitch deck, business plan, whatever you need. But yeah, just, you know, just follow our journey on, um, you know, uh, Twitter at uh, Project Pi 314, LinkedIn, Project Pi, and, you know, come join our Discord and follow us as well, too. And yeah. what about developers? Are you starting to talk to developers who might use your software yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. Most, most definitely. You know, we've talked to a plethora of developers, just telling them what they do, giving them demos of like what it was to what it is now. Um, we actually just released our Project Hub a few days ago, and we're actually now getting feedback, working at the hub and, you know, working out those features. But I feel like, you know, with what we have now, because we're so early and so lean, the hub is more of like seeing the potential well, and as of right now, we're actually building a node as we speak right now, a uh, polygon uh, testnet node, because, you know, once you go into our site, everything functionality works, but you can't connect to any nodes yet because we're still building our infrastructure. Well, no, that's that's not true. Though. Well, OK, it, we still OK. We, it, it does work. All the all the nodes actually do work. It's just this is a free version. Um, that, that's right. how we started off. But um one thing to add on is that the actual note that we're building right now is for a potential client that um, actually want to use us as the their first, you know, our first uh, client. They uh, messaged us and they are honored to, well, rather we're honored that they want to choose us, you know, so that's, that's pretty cool. You know, as early as we are just having uh, clients and people that are looking at what we're doing. Well, lots of great things happening at Project Pi, and uh, people can always find you guys over at the Atlanta Blockchain Center. If you're an investor that is interested in this type of blockchain infrastructure work or wants to learn more, you can find those guys there or on socials. We'll have links in the in the show notes here. And if you're a blockchain developer or running a chain or some type of a layer one, layer two, these guys are ready and available to talk about how they can help you out with their business. So thank you guys very much. This has been a lot of fun uh, learning more about you two individually. And I'm really appreciative of having you as my first co-founder panel here on Diverse Web3 Builders. Um, everyone can catch more episodes and meet more great diverse builders here on this series. We hope to see you back soon. Thank you guys very much. Thank you. Thank you.